Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, this is what's totally freaking bananas about this show. This was not planned. I mean, how would we plan it? It's not even possible we'd plan it. Today's show, Joe, you believe it, is show 1984. 1984. How about that? After the police state was enacted yesterday, flowing into this morning, Orwell's predictions all coming true. Today's show is 1984. <laughs> Talk about the ultimate irony. Totally unplanned. How the hell would we plan that? I mean, we always knew they were going to usher in the police state, but who the hell would know the day after it goes down? Today's show would be 1984. We got a lot to talk about. Everybody was anxiously awaiting the Bragg indictment. They were like, look, bombshells are going to be everywhere. Joe, they know something we don't know. And then we see the indictment. And to, I don't even know what to call this thing. A turkey? I wouldn't even call it a turkey burger. It's actually offensive to turkeys. Turkeys actually taste good. Loaded show today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. We're living in an era of tyranny, obviously, and the internet's the frontier of that battle for control. When powerful interests want to push their agenda, what's to say that they couldn't get you know, big government and big tech to collude together to silence any voice that doesn't fit their narrative? Nothing. Americans are being forced to give up the very thing that makes America great, our freedom of speech. I'm not going to let my voice be censored, neither should you. That's why I use ExpressVPN, you should do. See, the problem with big tech, is not only they attempt to censor you, but they also track what you do online. They can match your activity, your true identity, using your device's unique IP address. When I use ExpressVPN, they can't see my IP address at all. My identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. ExpressVPN is super easy to use, too. I love that no matter what device I'm on, the app literally has one button. Tap it, you're protected. It's that simple. ExpressVPN is not only the number one rated VPN by CNET and TechRadar, it's the best VPN I've ever tried. Never go online without it. Don't give big tech and big government the power to control your information. Defend your rights. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, let's go. Here we go, big brother. Yes, sir. I, <laughs> uh-huh. I got you, fucker. That's an O. That's an O. So everybody was anxiously awaiting uh, the bombshell revelations and Bragg's indictments, which, which is now uh, come out indictment, which now came out yesterday. I've gotten a chance to look at it. Uh, let me just say, watching liberals on social media who claim to be legal professionals debasing themselves in front of their wives and kids and moms and dads, claiming that I'm a lawyer and I've looked at this. Please stop. Please stop. Your kids are watching. Your kids are watching you. You're not only disgracing yourself in front of your family. This is all going to be recorded on social media for the future. For legal professionals, any of them, to be on Twitter, to have to hate Trump so much, to hate anyone so much, that you're willing to publicly humiliate yourself on a platform like a sniveling little snake loser scumbag and go on Twitter and be like, oh, look, no, this really is it. Bongino and the right, they don't know what they're talking about. The juice is here and it's worth the squeeze. Please stop. Please stop. Even the liberals at CNN and elsewhere are acknowledging this thing fell flat on its face. It is a freaking joke, a laughing stock, an embarrassment. 34 counts of the same thing repeated over and over and over again. It is, and I've done a lot of these. Charging documents are informations, complaints, indictments, where you lay out charges in a story. At the local level, they have similar type, uh, that, that's federally, but at the local level, they have the same type documents. I'm telling you as objectively as possible, I am a partisan, that's not a mystery, Trump supporter, not a mystery either. I'm telling you in the most objective commentary you're ever going to get on this show, this thing is a legal joke. And anyone telling you otherwise, mute or block on Twitter immediately. They're polluting your timeline with garbage you don't need to see and waste your time with. They're debasing themselves and their kids will be embarrassed by them later. Democrats know this is a turkey. They know it. Now, the fact that they know this is a turkey doesn't matter. Because remember, these are power-hungry lunatics. The problem they're having now, Democrats, is they realize that even in the liberal state of New York, 
even if it gets past this judge now, and I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. He's clearly not a fan of Trump. That there is simply, I said this on Fox, I said on Water Show. There is simply no way this case, if even allowed to proceed, even if there is a conviction and they get 12 angry men, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. There is zero chance this thing will survive on appeal. It is a turkey, a turkey, and that's an offense to turkeys. Here's Democrats hat tip uh, Tom Elliott over at Grabian. Here's a supercut. They got the talking point went out, fellas. Did you catch it? The talking point is this. This is a sad day. Why are they saying it's a oh. sad day? Not because it's a sad No, not because it's a sad day, Joe. Because yeah. the Democrats are realizing now that if they go all in on this thing and they're face planted again with the Heisman again by Trump, which is going to happen, that they're going to look like idiots for celebrating this disaster. Check it out. It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. This is no time for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened. How are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president uh, is indicted. But it's also a time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead to justice. If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day for America. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. Well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really sad. It's a sadness, I, I think, uh, that we got to this point. I just want to remain measured. The left, full of somber support. I think really, this should be a somber moment. It is a serious, somber, solemn moment. It's obviously a somber moment, and it's a, it's a sad moment. Well, it's really a sad day when we get to this point. Incredibly sad day for our country. It is a serious night and a somber moment for our country. So this is a really sad moment and a perilous moment. Thank you in the live chat. Phil Hudson, 1776. He said, Dan, this isn't a turkey. It's a Muttley. You're damn right it's a Muttley. <laughs> yes! Yes! It happens! It happens! This is the first four Muttley we've had, uh, maybe ever. Joe, yes. flag the day, please. It Not is. for a flag it. Just to remember this day. What is it, the fifth? Yeah. Remember this date in Dan Bongino's show history. This, Thank you, Phil Hudson, for the reminder. This may be <laughs> the first four monthly incident. Listeners, especially live chat P1 listeners, you're loyal, man. You got to go and find If there's been a four <laughs> monthly before, I need to know about it. But if there was ever a time for a four monthly, it's on show 1984, referencing Orwell, even if we didn't mean it, the day after the police state is ushered in with the single worst laughable mockery of an indictment we've ever seen in U.S. history. <laughs> now, the talking point went out. The Democrats are not, folks, nothing they do is by accident. Okay, okay, okay. Like Leo Getz. From Lethal Weapon 3, whatever. Nothing is done by accident by the left. The talking point went out. They take instructions like the board. Act the Borg. Act sad because this thing is a disaster. They're going to go down in flames. And you do not want to be on video recorded for posterity's sake, suggesting this is some great moment for the Democrats. Another talking point went out too as well. Because this thing is a Muttley, a turkey Muttley. Muttley's a dog. This is a turkey Muttley. Because the talking point went out that this thing is just a business records thing, they're getting worried. Why are they getting worried? Think it through, man. Think it through. Getting ahead of these lunatics on the left. They're thinking to themselves, we've got to go sell to middle class America. That may not be Trump people. But they may not be virulently anti-Trump. There's a lot of them. There's probably 20, 30 million people who are like, eh, Trump, you know, I'm not really a big fan. A couple of his policies did okay, but I'd consider it. They're trying to explain to them how they're getting ready to lock this guy up over something that happens every single day in America, which is a payment for a non-disclosure agreement. So they need to get away from the business records talking point. So the talking point's been moved now to a conspiracy. Well, fellas, what's the problem with a conspiracy? You have to actually charge some component 
of a conspiracy, <laughs> which isn't there at all. Don't tell the media. Talking point went out. Just whisper about a conspiracy. But there isn't one. I'll show you in a minute. Here, take a listen. Donald Trump pleaded not guilty in a Manhattan courtroom, again, to 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy is a very effective tool used by prosecutors to charge someone, charge groups of people and hold them accountable for all acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. But the big question now arises, who is the conspiracy? News, it's 34 counts of falsifying records and conspiracy is 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy. More information. We need to see what was the purpose of the conspiracy, who was in the conspiracy, what were the so-called overt acts. You actually have to take a step uh, in furtherance of of that conspiracy. Uh, You don't actually have to complete the conspiracy. You don't actually have to go through with it. You can just intend to go through with it. Now, the conspiracy count is important because it doesn't just give the district attorney a legal platform to to make Alec to bring in the catch and kill narrative. Um, but it actually will likely be what's called a speaking indictment. We have new yeah. information for the first time out of court uh, that the D.A. is charging this as a false business records and conspiracy case. It's not a conspiracy charge. There is no conspiracy charge. They're making this up. Doylander said it right in the chat there. He wants to call this a mutt lurky. This will forever be known as the mutt lurky. Forever. You just changed the entire course of my show, Doylander. Say I love the live chat. Like the automatic input. The mutt lurky. You got that key? Take a note. Whenever we refer for you P1s to the mutt lurky, it's this indictment. Now, you see, liberals are so freaking stupid. They really are dumb. You can actually go and read the indictment. It's not even complicated. You don't need a legal degree. You can just look and read yourself. And you'll see, here's page one. I'm not going to subject you to the whole thing. It is this charge, Penal Law 17510, falsifying business records in the first degree. It is this charge repeated 34 times. Folks, you can read it yourself. It's right there. You don't need to take my word for it. There is no charge of conspiracy. But do you see how conspiracy sounds conspiratorial? Like, man, they got him on a conspiracy. The talking point has already gone out. We've got to filter into the public domain the idea that there's some big conspiracy out there and Donald Trump is involved. And because liberals can always be counted on to be the dumb asses they are, they will repeat this forever. What's Donald Trump being tried for here? Oh, conspiracy. Actually, is he being charged with any conspiracy? No, he's not. They won't know any of that. Because they're freaking stupid. Here's Bragg yesterday, Twinkies. Freaking Twinkies, in a new low, gets up to give the press conference afterwards. He's asked questions by the liberal New York media like, hey, Daddy-O, we've read the indictment now that it's public because it hasn't gone out yet. Although portions of it were clearly leaked. We don't understand what the crime is. Because the statute of limits, falsifying business records, folks, just so you understand, is a misdemeanor. The statute of limitations is already over. In order to make it a felony, they're saying that the falsifying business records, in other words, falsifying the payment to Stephanie Clifford, Stormy Daniels, they're saying that falsifying that as a legal expense is a felony, not a misdemeanor, even though it's a misdemeanor, because it advanced another crime which is election fraud. In other words, he tried to influence the election by making this payment and didn't declare it as a campaign expense. If you're pulling your hair out, like, what did I just hear? That's the freaking point. Now, the weird thing is, Alvin Bragg and his indictment needs to get past this two-year statute of limitations, which is long past. He never describes here what the felony is. Even the New York media to the left of Lenin They make the L.A. and Chicago media look conservative. The New York media is like, hey, Twinks, Twinkies, um, I'm a little confused. What's the felony you're alleging here? Because we don't see it in the documents. I want you to listen to his answer. And if you're confused, that's the point. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company 
American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch and kill scheme. That is a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claim to have negative information about Mr. Trump. Uh, it's kind of underlined this, so I don't forget for the radio show later. Yeah. So Twinkies is claiming that the felony is the suppression of negative information. Mm-hmm. Looking that up in the penal code, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. That's, I don't, I don't, suppression of negative information. That's a, uh, so if you're say Hillary Clinton and you disguise a legal expense to fusion GPS as a legal expense, that is in fact an effort to promote or suppress negative information. That's a crime. Oh no, that's not a crime. How is suppression? What, what that's, that's not a crime. So just to be clear, I find out that Gee, Gee likes to, he likes to fence. And while he fences, he likes to cheat and he likes to clip his opponent in the nads. Negative info. You'd be like, Gee, I mean, come on, man. You're not supposed to clip the guy in the, in the, in the, in the coconuts. That's a bad idea. That's a, but Gee does it because he's a nasty dude, right? Gee doesn't want that out on the show. Is that, and all of a sudden, if Gee does that in New York, Let's say we're up there for a Fox thing and Guy sends me an email. Dan, don't you dare put this out. Has Guy committed a New York felony? What the hell kind of bull charge is that? Suppression of negative information? That's that's the best you've got? Catch and kill. Now, catch, catch and kill. In other words, catch the story catch. about Stormy and kill it. Folks, that is not a crime. Nearly every member of Congress would be guilty then if they weren't, if, if they were to be charged in states with trying to make negative information go away. That's absurd. This thing is a freaking laughing stock. Here's where the story gets even funnier. I mean, I mean funny in a tragic way. It's not a laughing matter. But really, if I don't laugh, I'll cry at how embarrassing these leftists are to their kids, their moms. They have. Imagine being some of these losers on Twitter's parents out there promoting this thing, leaving their dignity out there on the line. Here's where it gets even crazier. They're suggesting here that the felony is the suppression of negative information, the alleged uh, sexual encounter between Trump and this Stormy Daniels woman, right? They're saying that Trump was trying to advance his campaign by doing that. So he should have paid in campaign funds? Guys, can you explain to me? Because that's what Bragg is saying. He's saying, oh, you paid in personal money and it was actually a campaign expense. Is everybody following? Guys, on the live, I got to look on the live. Please tell me yeah. you're following me. Yeah. I don't even need an ombudsman. We get the audience here. Because this is important. You don't understand this point. Uh, the rest is irrelevant. Alvin Bragg is saying Trump did it to protect his campaign, but didn't pay with campaign funds. Which is fascinating because when a political candidate who took on the machine Democrats by saying there were two Americas, right? John Edwards, who was a clown nonetheless, but still was no big fan of the, the Dems and them didn't like the guy. When, when he did exactly that and paid with campaign funds to make negative information about an actual affair go away, he was uh, locked up too. No, he wasn't. It's right here. Former presidential candidate John Edwards was accused of funneling nearly one million in donor contributions to support his pregnant mistress and was criminally charged with a campaign finance violation. Now, if you're scratching your head going, what the over WTF? So if you pay with campaign funds, you run the risk of getting locked up. But if you don't pay with campaign funds, you run the risk of getting locked up for falsifying a business record. If that sounds like a catch-22, that's because we live in the Soviet Union. It's supposed to be. The Soviet Union. Beria, remember? Head of the secret police? You show me the man, I'll show you the crime. 
50. Sometimes you got to get, you got to get on this guy, Joe. Okay. He doesn't pop to it. Nine out of 10 times he does. Sometimes he misses. Geezer. You, you see what happened here? Pay with campaign funds, get locked up. Don't pay with campaign funds, get locked up anyway. All right. I got a lot more to get to, including, ironically, not just his today's show, 1984, number 1984. Uh, yesterday, while all this was going down, the person he's alleged to have had an affair with, Stephanie Clifford, Stormy, was forced to pay, again, additional legal fees to Trump for getting her defamation case against him thrown right out of court. Same day. Choke of a case. I'll get to that in a second. And uh, I, John Turley had a brilliant point about this, too. The case is a dog and runs a very real risk of getting chucked out. Birch Gold Group. Inflation has consequences. How do I know that? Because you can go to the supermarket and see yourself. Your money is less spending power. Oh, look, I was buying a steak. Now I'm buying chicken. Now I'm buying dog food. Diversification has never been more important to protect yourself against the ravages of inflation. The recent surge in gold prices. Happy I bought mine before the surge. But you can still get in. It shows why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market. Get in now. Gold is a great hedge against inflation. It's going to get worse. The only company I trust to help you diversify into gold is Birch Gold Group, B-I-R-C-H. I bought gold from them multiple times. I'm a believer, always have been in gold. You know that? You can do the same. Text DAN to 989898 to get a free information kit on gold. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k that's tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, gold and silver. And the best part, it's tax sheltered. Text Dan to 989898 to claim your free information kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better, Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold is who I trust to protect my future and yours. Text Dan to 989898 today. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. So, again, as if this case couldn't get any worse. Now you see why the Democrats are like, it's a sad, somber day. They don't mean any of that, folks. If this case was an actual case and had serious allegations in it, they'd all be celebrating. It's nonsense. They know it's crap. They know it's garbage. And they know they're going to get embarrassed. This is in my newsletter today. If you want to check it out, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Appeals court orders Stormy Daniels to pay Trump $122,000 in legal fees after arraignment. Here's the long and short of it. She sued Trump for defamation. Really? She said Trump defamed her. What's the problem with suing someone for defamation, folks? You sue someone for defamation, the best defense against defamation is what? Come on, pop quiz. I told you guys yesterday. The truth. The judge in the case said, ah, Stormy, this isn't defamation. Now you got to pay Trump. All on the same day, we got the Muttlerky. Jonathan Turley was on Fox yesterday. And we don't always agree about presentation style, but I appreciate sound, smart legal analysis, unlike the morons on Twitter sitting there defacing themselves in front of their children, defending this hilarious joke of an indictment. Turley's a pretty down-the-middle guy. Turley said, listen, man, listen to this closely. He teaches at Georgetown, I think, which isn't you know, some bastion of conservative values either. He's like, this thing is such a turkey. This may not even make it. This case may get thrown out altogether. Now you see why the libs are like, hold on, it's a somber moment. Here, take a listen. The only surprising thing is that Bragg seemed to have solved the question of his authority through ambiguity. He just removed any direct references to what this underlying offense was. And he was asked about it in the press conference and essentially said, I don't have to tell you. Yeah. And he will eventually have to say in the bill of particulars. He will. And my guess is it's going to be a federal election claim. I mean, this the the state, the reference of the state election law it was so general and ambiguous. I don't think that that could be the sustain this type of action. So are you thinking that he's betting that this judge is just because it's this big of a case is not going to dismiss it? Yeah, it's like that scene in Braveheart when he says, I hope we didn't get dressed up for nothing. I mean, it's he's hoping that this judge is going to be very timid and not throw this out. But there are substantial threshold legal questions here. And this case could collapse before it gets to a trial. Folks, they've done this before. They went after the former governor of Virginia. They went after Edwards. These, these charges they make against politicians, both Democrat and Republican, when the deep state doesn't like them, the charges of campaign violations, campaign fraud, unless it is a direct quid pro quo tit for tat, 
hey, I'm going to give you money, Joe Armacost, you're president of the United States, and you're going to do X for me in furtherance of some illicit activity. Right. Unless it's cut and dried, there is a slim chance, but they keep that this is going to legally fly, but they just keep trying. And of all the cases, this is by far the most humiliating. Now, they asked Biden about it yesterday. Is this guy okay? You know, I know in, I know he's not okay, but I mean, okay, like, what happens when you get in late stages of frontal lobe dementias, you get this weird emotional affect. You get inappropriate emotions for a situation a lot. Here's Biden yesterday asked about our new 1984 we live in, the collapse of the Constitutional Republic and the police state, talking about prosecuting his political opponents. And clearly the whole sad, somber talking point never made it to Joe Biden. Look at his dipwad and his reaction yesterday, inappropriately breaking out in laughter. The weirdest thing. Check this out. He thinks Joe uh, Kamala's rubbing off on him. Next thing you know, you're going to get a cackle. <laughs> so the, yeah, the, the, the Kamala cackle. Listen, the tyrants aren't messing around, though. Yeah, you know, I don't want I don't want to do what the left does. Like the left took a, a premature victory lap. There was premature legal ejaculation. <laughs> there, there was. They got all excited. The thing dropped yesterday. They've got uh they need some medication for that. They're not satisfying their partners. <laughs> decaying fast into like I can't I'm sorry I can't help it they just these idiots just bring you to a dark place all the time right they got all excited about this indictment it dropped with a big thud they now know they're in real trouble here let's not do the same thing this thing is probably going to get tossed he's either going to lose or they're going to lose on appeal uh that is the uh the uh, prosecution in this case but they're not going to stop folks they're going to double down so Dan Horowitz was on my show the other day. He's an excellent commentator at uh, Blaze. And he had some action items. There's some quick ones we can do to stop this advancing police state. But one of the things we've got to stop right away is this Newsmax piece. Now what they're trying to do is the left is, they understand their case is a legal turkey. So the best way to get around the mutlurkey here is to just prevent Trump from getting any kind of competent legal defense. Every lawyer Trump gets, they attack. Newsmax, Trump hires a top white collar attorney following indictment. Why is this story interesting? So what? He got a lawyer because the attorney, Todd Blanche, had to leave his law firm to do the case. This is the kind of case at a white shoe law firm in the past that would be absolute gold for them. But because it's Trump, they got to resign first. Folks, we don't live in a constitutional republic anymore. You need to understand to get your arms around that right away. So what can we do? Check out this piece. It's in the newsletter today. It's absolutely worth your time. The Blaze, Dan Horowitz. He talks about seven actions. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll go through some of the ones I liked, four of them. Talk or action, seven things Trump supporters should promote to stop uh, politically targeted prosecutions. And there's going to be more of these if we don't stop this now. Number one, fund the legal defense of persecuted individuals. Yes. The left had this whole thing. Remember the Minnesota Freedom Fund? You guys remember that? A bunch of Antifa people burned down cities, attacked people, I think murdered someone oh, out in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. And what, what the left wants these people out of jail because right. they need their shock troops, right? So the left start these legal, they start these legal defense funds. It's up to us to do the same thing. We have to start funding the legal defense of persecuted individuals. Trump in this case was fine. He has a billion dollars, but not everyone's going to be in that boat. That's something we need to consider. Second, DeSantis now set the bar on this. He just set a precedent. He will not extradite Trump. No red state governor in a obviously politically, a politically motivated prosecution should cooperate in any way, shape, or form with extradition. Absolute no. Absolute no. Do not extradite. They want to play games? We can play games too. Next one. Don't cooperate. These rogue federal agencies, now listen, having been a federal agent myself and having been a local police officer, I've seen both sides. Why does this matter? Folks, the FBI comes in to a red state. They have offices there and they say, hey, we need your help. We're going to target a parent who showed up at a school board meeting. 
that local sheriff, that local chief of police, they better ask for the documents. I want to see that. They review it. I'm sorry, folks. We don't, we don't agree. This looks like it's political targeting. Let the FBI go do it themselves. Do not cooperate at all. Do not share intelligence. Share none of it. Dan, that's going to create a serious uh, separation of law enforcement powers issue. To get, sorry, that's not law enforcement. That's political targeting. Sorry. Brilliant point. Last one. Did you hear about this Political Targeting Prosecution Act? We should be able to get juries that actually represent a fair jury. Why is everyone being prosecuted January 6th in Washington, D.C. with a jury pool that's 95% Democrat? You're never going to get a fair jury there. They got a Political Targeting Prosecution Act out that you should ask your congressman about. Guarantees you some access to equal protection under the law. You are never, ever ever going to get away with this in a, in a, 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 a get away with, you know, your access to, to f- the fair j- due process legal system ever. It's not going to happen when you're in these 95% Democrat cities. They are going to target you for your politics, not for any breaking of the law. All right, I want to get to this, something else yet because bi- there's a, a couple of developments in the uh, Biden in case too. It looks like something I told you in the past. Business associates of this guy, sources are starting to speak out. Very, very important moment. Folks, our uh, show's official coffee, and the official coffee of Dan Bongino's gastrointestinal tract, because I love it, is blackout coffee. You hear that? You hear those beans? You can smell it. Got a little hole in the back. Smells as good as it tastes. You tired of the same old liberal-flavored coffee brands that suck? Well, stop. Just stop. Stop giving your money to woke companies. Don't give, uh, they don't give a damn about you. Get a coffee option. It tastes good. Tastes delicious. Has a bold flavor. They have great uh, beans. And they align with your conservative values. It's blackout coffee. Look at that. 2A, right on the front. 2A. What does that stand for? Liberals are like, <laughs> I don't know. Second Amendment. That's why I'm proud to personally recommend blackout coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. They want to promote conservative principles. They accept zero compromise on taste or quality. Stuff is delicious. A bold coffee flavor. Robust. I love that word. Do me a favor. Check them out today. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Don't wait. Here, you want 20% off? I know you do. Your first order there, use code Bongino. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Listen, these guys are no joke. They love America and that's great. We love it, but the coffee's awesome too. Check it out. Blackout Coffee. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. All right, back to the show. I want you to listen to this. This is very important. While we're on the heels of that Dan Horowitz article, one of the other suggestions he has is if the Democrats are going to use the legal system to target political opponents, and they are going to do it based on false charges, this ridiculous Trump thing. Here's the difference, folks. We shouldn't fabricate false charges. We shouldn't do that. Because then it's all, we shouldn't. I mean, it's, it, there's just no morals or ethics to it. And I can't, I can't, I can't do that. The thing about the Democrats is they're so freaking corrupt, we don't need to. If they're going to use the justice system, then we should use it too. That's one of Horowitz's suggestions as well. You do, do not vote for anyone in an attorney general, city state's attorney, a DA position who is not willing to look at politicians too, frankly, on either side of the aisle, who think that uh, you know, they're not subjected to the rules and they're like, the, they're gonna, uh, you're, you're going to catch the scraps from Longshank's table. Here is James Comer talking about how business associates now of Hunter Biden are speaking up. Uh, Listen, I'm not into this. They're all coming for Hunter Biden. He's going to be in handcuffs tomorrow. Nothing is going to happen to the Biden family while Merrick Garland's in charge. We clear? But it appears, according to Comer, that some of these business associates are speaking up and that this case is moving a little faster then, uh, then, then, then publicly has been recognized. Here, check this out. Well, I think that the the associates want to tell their story, and they've been left out to dry uh, by their association with Hunter Biden. If you look at everyone who's ever been in Biden, been in business with a Biden, whether it be Hunter Biden or Jim Biden, uh, none of them ended well. None of the businesses ended well. Uh, most of the businesses never got started off the ground. Uh, any money that was transferred in from China or adversaries around the world ended up in the Biden's back pockets. So these people have been left out to dry. They want to tell their story. Their their good names have been tarnished. And I think that's a very positive thing. There are two more people 
that were involved with with the Bidens in various schemes that want to come forward, uh, but they're currently involved in different types of litigation, and we're trying to explore the various options that they would have. But take the the four to six people that we're in communication with, along with now having bank records from multiple banks, as well as having access and, and going in every day to the Treasury Department to see those suspicious activity reports. And this investigation's moving along mm-hmm. uh, at a lot faster pace than I think most people would have predicted. Sounds like to me that the Biden family's effed. Listen, nothing is going to happen with Garland. But here's the kicker. Garland's not going to be around forever. You've got a presidential election coming up very soon. What is the Iowa caucus 10 months away? Listen to me. Do not vote for any Republican not absolutely committed to legal accountability for the Biden family. If their business associates are speaking up and they have bank records, this is an actual case unlike the Mutlerky. The Mutlerky's bull and everybody knows it. This case is real. They were potentially selling access to information to foreign countries through Biden's family members. This case is not going well for them. Just a news article, Ben Whedon. House Republicans claim Biden knew of classified documents earlier than admitted. So they may have perjured themselves too. This case is getting uglier by the minute. And Comer indicated in that same appearance, by the way, later on too. I want to play the whole thing. That there's evidence out there that some of the classified documents may have made their way through Biden family members to foreign governments in exchange for money. Huge scandal. Do not vote for anyone not committed to political accountability. You want to open up the justice system to political opponents? Then you're damn right we're going to run with it. New rules, mother. New rules. Your rules. You wanted this. Now you're going to swallow it. Now, good news, bad news. The good news and bad news yesterday. The bad news is the indictment got out. The good news is it's a freaking joke. The bad news is the political and legal systems have been totally weaponized. The good news is they've been weaponized against us with no crimes. There are actual crimes on the Democrat side. Something happened yesterday in Chicago and Wisconsin. Bad news. I'm sorry. I don't want to break kind of the good vibes, but my job here is to give you the truth, unvarnished, and and not to put lipstick on stuff. I'm going to tell you what happened last night in Chicago and why my theory of it's just not bad enough Strikes again last night. Don't get too disappointed, though. Let me get to my uh, my last sponsor. Sorry to interrupt, but these companies want to be here and talk to you. They keep the show free, and we appreciate their time. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it, but companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, a parallel one that embraces America, the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. No problem. All this plus the knowledge you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Here's a website. Just go to patriotmobile.com Dan or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. We got to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Appreciate it. Listen, I've got a theory out there. You guys ready for it? Some of you regular listeners know it. Some may not. Some of you just joined in the live chat today in the live show may be new to the show. It's a theory based on sound evidence. You know, I say things with an element of sarcasm to them, but they're, they're, they're true, that this is absolutely true. I witnessed it in New York. It's called the, it's just not bad enough theory. Now, last night in Chicago, in case you missed it, uh, NBC News, uh, Brandon Johnson, progressive, wins the Chicago's mayor's race. Uh, now, I warned you about this. There were a lot of people. Do you guys remember the day after the Lori Lightfoot didn't finish in the top two? So the way the, the, the primary runs in, in uh, Chicago for the mayor's race, is the top two go to a runoff, right? The election. Lightfoot, the dreadful mayor of Chicago, now did not finish in the top two. And I had warned a bunch of people. They were A lot of folks were celebrating. I was not celebrating. I, I thought it was hilarious Lightfoot lost because she's such a clown. 
But I brought up the point, I believe on the show the next day and definitely on Fox, that one of the people Lori Lightfoot lost to is even more liberal than she is. That's this guy. That's this guy. Wait, Dan. I thought Chicago was some big win. We got rid of Lightfoot. It was not. It, it was, it's even worse. Here's me on Jesse Waters kind of warning everybody off that the guy she lost to is even worse. He's a big defund the police guy. Here, take a look. She really sucks. I mean, how do you win pretty much every ward in the city in 2019 in one of the biggest landslides you're going to see in a mayor's race and then finish third in a primary? Even worse, Jesse, behind the number two guy who was literally a defund the police guy. <laughs> like, you have to really suck. I mean, everybody has to be like, okay, you drove Boeing out, Citadel out, crimes through the roof. You can't even deliver a pizza. Like, we're going to vote third. We're going <laughs> to vote you even behind the defund the police guy, even though policing is the biggest issue. I was trying to warn everyone that don't take a, a preliminary victory lap here. The guy she lost to is a Bernie Sanders socialist who openly ran on defunding the police and locking your kids out of school, supporting the teachers union that locked your kids out of school. That's he didn't hide it. Put up that DePaulia article. He campaigned openly with Bernie Sanders down to the wire. Mayoral candidates bring out the big names for a final push. Who did they bring out? Bernie Sanders and others. This guy wasn't hiding it. Now, before you get too depressed and you say, gosh, I can't believe it. What else has to happen? I have this theory. It's based in what I, on what I lived through in my time in New York. I want you to pay close attention to this. I'm going to repeat this again in the future. I feel again because people get really depressed and they want to give up. Please don't. When I lived in New York, it was a hellhole. I'm not going to go through the whole story. I'm just telling you in the late 80s in New York, there were 2,000 homicides a year. You got mugged pretty much once every three, four months. My mother and my wife both got flashed on a train multiple times. Almost anything you bought on the street was fake. Robberies, home invasions, and murders were through the roof. And the crack wars were happening out. Shootouts would happen on the street in the 8375 and 32 precincts every day. That's a literal statement. It was like the OK Corral. Everybody said we had enough. Just like you're, listen to me, just like you're saying now. I get it. I am with you. Please listen to this segment. It's important because I know you're depressed. We lost in Wisconsin last night, lost in Chicago, sanity lost. The same thing happened in New York. This is 1989, ladies and gentlemen, after almost 20 years of murder, homicide, and mayhem. We finally had the guy, Rudy Giuliani, and I'm telling you, everybody said it. Everybody said he's going to win. We've had enough. Here, 1989 New York City mayor election. He lost 50 to 47. I remember this. Everybody said what they're saying now. Trump's indicted. We lost the mayor of Chicago, Wisconsin Supreme Court race. You know, we lost the Senate, barely won the House. Here's the thing in New York. New Yorkers are a tough breed, especially the conservative ones and, and, and even, the, even the roughneck Democrats who don't like liberals. Look what happened in 1993. He barely slips in, Rudy Giuliani. He wins 50 to 48 over Dinkins, otherwise known as Stinkins because he was so terrible. He wins in a place that's eight to one Democrat to New York. You know why? It wasn't bad enough yet, 1989. Folks, I'm sorry to tell you this, but this show, I'm committed to doing the right thing, not the easy thing, no matter how depressing it may be at the time. I promise you this will turn around. Whether you believe me or not is up to you. I've lived through this before in New York City, which the electoral climate is a thousand times worse than it is nationwide. It's just not bad enough yet. It is not bad enough yet. The sad reality here is when a critical mass of people Tragically, I might add, feel the ramifications of crime and chaos in their own households. Their kids get mugged, God forbid, worse. It'll change. By the way, here's the 1997 race. Giuliani cleans up New York in four years. 
he wins re-election by 17 points. Don't get dejected. He took a big loss in the Wisconsin Supreme Court case yesterday. I mean, an unbelievable loss in Chicago. But to the residents of Chicago, it's not bad enough yet, but it will be. Just a couple of good notes, too, so you don't get too dejected. I just want to put out some good news. North Carolina looks like they're going to have a supermajority in their legislature now as a Democrat flips to Republican. Florida, we won by 20 points. Twitter's now owned by Elon. We now run the House. For all the talk about Wisconsin, oh, Wisconsin's going to be a blue state. Really? We just picked up a House seat and Ron Johnson won six more years in the Senate. <laughs> Sound too blue to me. Took a loss. They're running on abortion. But I'm sorry. I'm not going to kill babies. Uh, you know, to, for the, the whole idea of politics is to do the right thing. We have to do a better job convincing people that killing babies is killing babies. Folks, you have to make them feel real material losses. That's the only way we're going to win this. And this tweet sums it up. This is a free beacon writer, Aaron Sabarium. He's talking about this story. Remember those Stanford lunatics? Remember those Stanford kids, Joe, that were screaming at Judge Kyle Duncan? Sure. Mm -hmm. Your racism is showing like a bunch of goofball clowns and shouted them down. Well, a couple of federal judges, 36 hours after Judges Ho and Branch announced they would no longer hire Clerks from Stanford Law School. Oh, all of a sudden, the Stanford University president released a statement promising, quote, fellas, new initiatives to safeguard a diversity of views. Convenient timing. It's the Michael Anton theory. What's the theory? Sorry, check it out. The live chat here. I love, I love reading you guys' comments. What, what's, the, uh, what's going on here? The Michael Anton theory. The Michael Anton theory here is they must feel real material losses if you were ever going to affect change. Sadly, with Chicago, Crime and taxes are about to get worse. You are about to feel real tragic material losses because of your decisions. Stanford kids, two judges right now who you could have had unbelievable clerkships with. Bye-bye, gone now, no shot. And I'm saying to business owners out there across America too, be very careful about hiring people like this. They will ruin your business in a minute. And once they feel real material losses, then all of a sudden you'll see some change. The woke colonizers. You know what? That's funny. I had that in here about the woke colonizers, too. That's one of my favorite. You got to read that from yesterday's show. They never stop yesterday's show notes. They never stop. They try to colonize everything. They won't stop. They will stop. It's a fantastic article. They will stop when they feel real material losses like this. Hat tip, Elon Musk. Beautiful job. Elon over at Twitter. Hey. Round of applause. Come my on. Bad. Live chat, folks. Let's get some clappy hands in there. Elon uh, went to NPR's Twitter feed and is now uh, reclassified them as U.S. state-affiliated media. Oh, that's a joke. No, no, that's, that's real. That's real. NPR, of course, ridiculously funded by you, the taxpayer, to promote liberal anti-Trump agitprop Soviet propaganda. Well, now you know it's state-affiliated media. Nice job, Elon. That's, by the way, that is as real as a heart attack. Go look yourself. Now, for those of you who don't believe my it's just not bad enough theory, you think, oh, no, no, it's just going to continue to descend into chaos. Folks, I'm telling you, it's not. Reminds me of the lady on the Relaxium commercial. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You see that commercial? That lady, she really loves her Relaxium. It will get bad enough that people will eventually change their behavior. They will never say publicly they like Trump, just like they said they hated Giuliani. But you know what they did, Joe? They winked and nodded and held their nose and voted for him because they didn't want to go back to the chaos. You would be stunned at the... Wait, Joe, you're, the, you're going to be like a guest for this segment. I'm cool. the producer. Something that... The littlest things or seemingly littlest things nationally yeah. can change the political ecosystem in a state, a city, and nationally like that. Something happened in Maryland. May ring a bell at Armacost. And when it first came out, nobody thought it was a big deal. It was called by the Republicans, the rain. Uh, ah, you know where I'm going with yes, this. I and do. I'll tell you what, when it first came out, Joe and I lived through this. I mean, we knew each other when this happened, right? It was a tax on impervious surfaces. It was meant to get people to grow more grass and stuff like that. When it first came out, nobody thought anything of it. And then what happened, folks, is everybody realized if you had a flat roof on your property, that had a lot of impervious, obviously your roof's, your roof's not made of grass, that you were going to get 
annihilated by this tax. I'm, I'm running in the state, so I'm interviewing people. And you have no idea how many business owners who own factories, which just happen to have flat roofs, were getting $30,000, $40,000 bills. They were like, I'm done. Lifelong Democrat. Remember that, Joe? And what happened? Who won the governorship, Joe, in Maryland? Well, Larry. Was it Larry back then? Yeah. And Larry was what? A Democrat or Republican? Uh, Larry Hognuts was a um, um, Republican. <laughs> yeah, Joe's right. And every one of the worst candidates you've ever seen in your life, Larry Hogan. Unbelievable. Not only won, but he won re-election by like seven points. The guy's a total clown. That's how, nobody loved Hogan. They just hated the Democrats. Right, yeah. I'm telling you, you don't know what's going to flip the switch. That's why this story, don't gaff stuff like this off. Bloomberg, JetBlue set to cut New York flights during very busy summer. Now notice how they frame that as JetBlue's problem. Who's really cutting the flights? Of course, Bloomberg's got to hide it. The FAA, because the government can't find air traffic controllers because they're the government and they suck. Wait till you're coming out of JetBlue and you got to do a business flight once a week and yeah, your flights cancel now nine out of 10 times. What's going to happen in now less than a decade when recipients of Medicare find out that their doctor's leaving the network because their funding was cut? Oh, you didn't hear that story? Washington Examiner, Medicare trust fund to be exhausted by 2031. Hmm. What about this one? The Green New Deal has its first homicide. The Green New Deal's killed its first person. Wait till this starts to add up. A pensioner who refused to put the heating on over the cost of uh, living dies of hypothermia. 87-year-old couldn't afford her energy bills overseas in a Green New Deal-centric country. Died. AOC must be loving this. Folks, eventually it's going to get bad enough. And when it gets bad enough, you're going to see people change. Listen, man. I'm saying this from uh, from my heart, man. From my heart. Don't give up. Please don't give up. We've got a lot of good news out there. There's a lot of bad news. The world is an incredibly complicated, difficult place. But the left wants nothing more than to get you dejected and to keep kicking your ass at the freaking ballot box. Do not let it happen. Turnout was pathetic for Republicans yesterday in Wisconsin. They got a bunch of these school kids to rush out there to vote for killing babies. We have not made the case well. We have to show up. When we show up, we win. Florida, 2016 Trump. When we don't show up, we don't. We got to show up. All right, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, thanks to everyone who subscribed here on Rumble. Please don't depart today without subscribing and following. It is absolutely free. It doesn't cost you a dollar. Rumble.com slash Bongino. If you're watching now, you know how to get there. Just click that follow button. We added 100,000 new subs in the last few days. Trying to get to 3 million. We deeply appreciate it. If you wouldn't mind as well, going to Apple and Spotify, clicking that subscribe button too. Again, it's absolutely free. Helps keep us on the charts. I personally appreciate it. Keeps our marketing costs low. Uh, we really appreciate that. Thanks a lot for your support. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.